Annenberg Media. This is the Annenberg Learner Podcast, where we aim to elevate the education profession through conversations that inspire, recognize, and encourage innovation and best practices in the field. We track the lived experience of teachers, students, and parents alongside the ecosystem that serves them. Guest speakers will share what's working and the steps we can take to reimagine and redesign teaching and learning for our most vulnerable populations. Welcome everyone to the Annenberg Learner Podcast. Today we welcome Josh Friday, who serves as California's Chief Service Officer within the Office of Governor Gavin Newsom to lead service, volunteer, and civic engagement efforts throughout California. As a member of the Governor's Cabinet, Friday led the COVID-19 Task Force to support food insecure communities and food banks across the state. Since appointed, California Volunteers has launched the nation's first statewide Climate Action Corps, Californians for All Volunteer Initiative, a statewide neighbor-to-neighbor campaign, and the Californians for All College Program, which we'll dive into today to help thousands of Californians who commit to serving for a year pay for college. Friday is a military veteran and the former mayor of Novato, his hometown. He also served as president of Golden State Opportunity, GSO, leading the expansion and implementation of the California Earned Tax Credit and other programs to provide financial security to millions of low-income people in California. Prior to GSO, he served as Chief Operating Officer for NextGen Climate, a leading national organization focused on climate change. It's an honor to welcome Mr. Josh Friday as a guest on the Annenberg Learner Podcast. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. Well, thank you so much. We're really excited to learn all about the Californians for All College Corps. And I'd like to start out reading some of the goals of the initiative. Great. So... Let's see. Goal number one, to create a generation of civic-minded leaders with the ability to bridge divides and solve problems. Two, to help low-income students graduate college on time and with less debt. And three, address societal challenges and help build more equitable communities across California. Josh, will you speak to these goals and how College Corps addresses these? Absolutely. Uh, happily speak to him. This is a, a program that the governor uh, is extremely proud of. We're extremely proud of. Uh, we think we hope is a model for the country. And so we're so proud that we get to build it here in California first uh, with uh, campuses across the state. So as you mentioned, there's there's multiple uh, goals with this program and feel like we can actually achieve all these goals, which is why we think this program is such a win-win-win. It's a win for students. Uh, and the next generation of leaders in California. It's a win for our communities because these students are going to be doing really meaningful work around uh, a variety of issues to tackle some of our state's biggest problems. And it's a win for all society. When we graduate students and young people who are going to have both the experience but also the skills to really work with people of very different backgrounds and very different perspectives to actually solve problems in our community. So uh, we feel like we can we can tackle all this at once. We're very ambitious about it, but we think we have a really special model that's going to allow us to do it, and we're excited to, to get going. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Can you talk a little bit about who can apply to College Corps and how do they apply and then how do they get funded? We uh, have started this program with 46 universities across the state of California. That's seven UCs, 16 CSUs, 19 community colleges, and four private schools. So we have the whole breadth of higher education here in California. 
and at those participating schools, really any student can apply. We are focusing on students who have a financial need. The idea, as you mentioned, one of the goals is really to reduce uh, student debt. And the governor recognizes that we have a really serious student debt crisis in this country um, where we're crippling a whole generation uh, of young people and saddling them with debt that we, that we know then they not just do they have to carry with them the rest of their lives, but it, it hampers their ability to pursue their passion when you have to pursue a paycheck. Um, it, it, it sometimes inhibits people from being involved in their community when they feel like they just have to go earn money. And so, so we are focusing on how do we graduate students that um, have a financial need by giving them the opportunity to serve in their community. And that's what's new and exciting. It's really based on the a really a, a very American idea, and then, which is why we call it the, the California GI Bill. I'm a veteran and for generations, uh, America has has invested in uh, helping veterans who served our country uh, pay for college and graduate debt-free. And we're taking that simple idea and we're applying it here in California and in a really exciting way. So for the students that uh, are at those 46 campuses, they can apply through their uh, school or they can go to our website, cacollegecore.com to find out how to apply and then they get started from there. You can subscribe to the Annenberg Learner Podcast on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. That's great. We read that one of the service areas is K-12 education and that hundreds of college students will serve as tutors, which we're hearing nationally there's a big need for to be paired with students because of the pandemic. And who are the students being served to be tutored and how do the college students get training and matching? So first of all, our, our college course students, of which there's over 3,200 of them across the state of California, are focused in three main areas, food insecurity, supporting our food banks and helping with food insecurity, climate action, as we know where California is facing and the planet's facing an existential climate crisis. And then the third one, as you mentioned, is around tutoring and mentoring. And we just know coming out of COVID, especially with learning loss, especially acute with our, our low-income students that we need to do something. We need to, to step up and, uh, and support that population especially. And we know that tutoring is one of the most uh, important ways that we can close the achievement gap, that we can get people up to speed. And we have to, what we really have to do is, is make tutoring something that's honestly not just for rich kids. It's not just for uh, people who can afford it. Tutors need to be made available for everyone. So what's so exciting about the College Corps program is it's the state investing in actually over 1,500 tutors. These are college course students uh, that are going to be serving and tutoring at low-income schools uh, throughout the state of California, providing that near-peer, which is sort of a term of art in the in the tutor world, near-peer support, uh, where we have young people in college helping uh, low-income students in in communities that were, were really hit hard through COVID to try to catch up, given the support that they need. But it's not just given the support that they need academically. It's giving them the model and the life uh, inspiration that people that look like them, they can see themselves in college, that they're going to be, that they're being tutored by people from their community who look like them. One of the things we're most proud of with our College Corps program, including many of our tutors, is for the first time ever in a state service program, we are including AB 540 eligible dreamers 
uh, to participate, which means we have dreamers up and down the state who are now able to tutor and mentor other dreamers and get paid for it through our program. So we just think it's an exciting opportunity, again, to bring our communities together to create sort of these connections uh, while also addressing what is just a serious need right now, and that's overcoming the learning loss uh, as we as we all try to come out of COVID um, and and recover. Yes, yes, and hopefully some of these college students will be turned on to be educators and absolutely also help the teacher pipeline. Yes, no, we definitely see, and we're seeing that already. Uh, we're seeing uh, college court members who uh, are both. I, I was with one at CSU uh, San Bernardino a couple of weeks ago, who uh, said he was studying science. He's now doing tutoring. He had never thought about becoming a teacher before. And now he's seriously uh, thinking about pursuing a career in education. And that is exactly what we want. That is exactly what we are hoping for with this program is to, to expose our, our best and brightest to the classroom and, and hopefully create the next generation of teachers to keep, keep supporting our young people. As part of its mission to advance excellent teaching in American schools, Annenberg Lerner funds and distributes educational video programs with coordinated online and print materials for the professional development of K-12 teachers. Many programs are also intended for students in the classroom and viewers at home with videos that exemplify excellent teaching. K-12 educators, students, and lifelong learners may access Annenberg Lerner resources for free at learner.org. Please note, rights restrictions may limit the availability of some series. For the latest information about learner programming and availability, sign up for the Annenberg Learner Newsletter at learner.org. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing about the program. Can you share a little bit about what we hope to learn in this first year and year two and so on? And what will success look like? Yeah, it's going to be uh, pretty straightforward. Are we graduating students with less debt? Are we graduating students on time? One of our hopes is, is and we see especially among uh, some of our um, black and brown uh, student populations that they, they have longer graduation rates, a harder time graduating in some of our uh, institutions. And we're hoping that this program, because of the financial resources available, are actually able to help students graduate, especially low-income students, graduate uh, faster so they can start pursuing uh, their career. We hope that we see and we think we will see the impacts not just on the students, but on the on the communities that we we start to see uh, some of this the achievement gap that we talked about decrease because of the t intense tutoring and mentoring that's going to be happening, that we're seeing communities uh, help achieve their their climate goals, the number of trees they're planting, the number of community gardens they're building, and that we see our food banks being supported in the way they need to be. We I was just at a food bank in the Inland Empire a few weeks ago who earlier this year had the National Guard helping support them and keeping them operational. The guard left, and now they have college court members doing that same work. So they're, so our members are doing really meaningful work, and I think we're going to be able to track that impact, and that's a success. Uh, and our, our hope is, is that, um, that what we learn uh, from this first year is how to make this a more successful program for the student. And, and part of that is not just about how to make sure they graduate in time, but how do they feel like they were able to build professional skills, build professional networks, feel, build connections. Uh, to each other and into their community. And then also, how are we going to make this successful uh, for the community? So making sure we're getting feedback constantly from the teachers where our, our college core members are going to be tutoring and mentoring about how to make the program more successful for them and their classroom and their students and, and from the food banks and from uh, the other organizations we're going to be supporting. So 
uh, there's a lot to learn, uh, and and we're putting a lot in place to make sure we're analyzing the data. Uh, but just anecdotally, in the first few months, we just have have I've heard such inspirational stories of of young people saying they wouldn't be able to stay in college if it wasn't for this program. And for the first time, they actually get to uh, have a job where it's 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 helping their academic goals because they get to do things that are supporting what their academic interests are, not just taking a job because they need to pay the bills. Um, and they actually feel for the first time, this is things that I've heard directly, that that they get to contribute, that they're part of society and they're doing something positive and their community is valuing them. And that is exactly what we're hoping to accomplish. So those are the kinds of things that we're tracking and we're hoping for. Um, and we're going to learn a lot, but we're going to learn it together. We're doing this, like I said, with 46 universities. We're doing this with over 600 nonprofits and organizations from around the state. Uh, and so this is an all hands on deck team effort across the state of California. That's fantastic. And will there be longitudinal tracking of the participants um, beyond their year of service? Yeah. So one of the things we're doing is building an alumni program uh, for the students to make sure that both they stay connected to each other, but then also we are able to track them. And we said this and the governor said this when when he swore them in a couple months ago. We hope in California, this is just the beginning of their service journey, that if we're going to uh, continue to have a state that is a Californian for all, that serves everyone, where everyone thrives, uh, and we're going to solve some of these big challenges that we have, growing inequality, climate change, food insecurity, racial disparities, if we're actually going to solve these, we need people to step up. We need people to serve. And our hope is, is that College Corps is the beginning of that service journey and that our, the, that our College Corps members and all of our service members uh, will continue to serve because they've been inspired and they see the value that it has not just for the community, but for them personally, and that they continue to serve throughout the career. So we're going to be tracking all of that so that we can do some of the, the longitudinal studies as well. Great, great. Given that many school districts are struggling to find tutors, I know that College Corps is really helping to meet that need. Is College Corps sufficient? And if not, what else is needed to meet uh, the, the need for, for tutors and mentors in K-12? Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, if, as you know, a few months ago, uh, the White House, uh, President Biden uh, did a national call and estimated that uh, for us to deal with this crisis that we're in, uh, we're going to need over 250,000 tutors across the state, across the country. Uh, so if you just do the math, if California is roughly 10% of the population, you think about maybe we need around 25,000. I've heard other uh, experts in the education field say we're going to need much more than that, that that's a low estimate. So if you just look at the, the pure numbers of what the experts are saying, uh, College Corps is absolutely necessary, and it's an exciting new model uh, of giving people the opportunity to get paid uh, to be tutors and work in these schools, but of course it's not sufficient. And we're going to need to keep growing uh, service opportunities. Fortunately, uh, in California, we are doing, uh, taking extensive efforts uh, to go beyond College Corps. Our AmeriCorps programs, which also run through our office in California volunteers, uh, have an additional couple thousand tutors out there in communities across the state. Um, we also have a Youth Jobs Corps program that was just started that is doing uh, tutoring in some communities. We're about to launch an Experience Corps uh, where we've received investments to engage senior citizens who are retired, uh, who, have, who either maybe they were teachers or at least have uh, obviously several decades of work experience to engage them as tutors. 
So we do see this as being a, a an all hands on deck moment uh, where we need to uh, reach into all of society and say whether you're a college student or you're retired uh, or you have any time in between, we need you to step up to be a tutor and we're going to create the opportunity for you to do that. The Annenberg Foundation is a family foundation that provides funding and support to nonprofit organizations in the U.S. and globally. The foundation is dedicated to addressing the critical issues of our time through innovation, community, compassion, and communication. To learn more, go to annenberg.org. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I did read that Recruitment for College Corps hasn't been an issue at all with something like three people applying for every opening. If that's the case, what are the limiting factors for bringing on more college students into this into the service areas? We've received funding from the legislature uh, to run this program. So it's funded. The governor put it in a budget and, and obviously believes heavily in this program and the legislature has, has supported it. And so what they funded is those 3,200 slots per year. Uh, and, and as you indicated, it, in our first year where no one even had, had ever heard about this program uh, or knew what it was and, and hadn't been run before, uh, we had nearly 10,000 applications for those 3,000 spots. And, and what, that, what that said to us was that um, not just are, do young people need a way to help pay for college, which we know is a fact, but that young people are hungry to actually do something positive, to contribute to the community um, and to do something that's meaningful and that helps other people. And they're knocking on our door for that opportunity. And so our hope is, and the governor said this when he launched the program, we're going to run this program. And when it's successful, we're going to go back to the legislature and ask that we continue to grow it here in California. And ultimately, we hope it becomes a model for the country. Great, great. Um, so that takes me to my next question, actually. Uh, many states have designed similar tutoring programs to address unfinished learning and the devastating effects of the pandemic in the short term. Uh, but we've also universally recognized that all students benefit from these, this trusted relationship through tutoring and mentoring. Yeah. What would it take to extend and scale this program beyond the next four years? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, really, I, I think it, it'll take political will. Uh, mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Um, and it'll take uh, leaders continuing to say, um, like the governor has, that, uh, we, ha- that we think service and, pro- and providing opportunities uh, for people to do things like tutor is a priority. And we're willing to put uh, our money where our mouth is, which is what he and the legislature have done. Uh, and we're going to need to continue to, to show success. So part of what it's going to take is to demonstrate the success of this program, uh, to demonstrate that it is having an impact. It is it is uh, an important part of the solution. Um, and then to uh, continue to build the political momentum and the support uh, to want to scale it. So we're very encouraged about what we're seeing so far, uh, the impact that it's having, and we're just going to keep building on that. Awesome. Great. Um, so switching gears here a little bit, what are you reading, watching, or listening to these days? Oh, that is switching gears. <laughs> uh, quickly. Uh, what am I listening to? I love to listen to, it's going to sound so boring. I love to listen to Ezra Klein. He has a podcast uh, that he does. He also uh, as a writer for the New York Times. And hmm. what I love about listening to, to him and and the conversations that he has is he often he's a progressive thinker and and writer and philosopher, uh, but he often invites people that are conservative who he doesn't agree with uh, to have in in exchange in important debates. And I, I love the idea of being able to kind of push your perspectives and and be challenged about some of our assumptions. So I I enjoy listening to that. 
in terms of watching, I probably most of what I watch is either on the Disney Channel with my kids uh-huh. uh, or or a Marvel movie. Um, it's it's usually limited to that. I, I don't I don't have much time to watch other m- more than that. Uh, and then in terms of reading, I really love reading biographies and, and histories. I love reading because you, there's, there's these characters, wonderful characters, like I just read, finished the book about Ulysses Grant, the former president and also uh, general during the Civil War. And he's someone who like you read, you know, you hear about in a, in a, a textbook or maybe, you know, the name gets thrown around somewhere in a college course, but I really didn't know anything about him. Uh, and Ron Chernow, who also wrote the Hamilton biography that ended up becoming the Broadway musical, the inspiration for the Broadway musical, also wrote this. And what you just what you just hear, these are just fascinating historical figures. And what you what you kind of realize that I think I, where I, I, drive, I drive inspiration from is that nothing, nothing in history is inevitable. It was not inevitable that we were going to win the Civil War. Uh, it was not inevitable that that there was going to be a, a 13th Amendment to abolish slavery. It was not inevitable that Black people were going to be given the right to vote. And these are the kinds of things that you. It, it's because of individuals. It's because of leaders who step up, who have courage to to do the right thing that makes history and changes the course of history. So I love reading about those kinds of stories that I didn't know that much about, and then thinking about how to how can we apply some of that that courage uh, to the work that we're doing. The Annenberg Learner Podcast is supported in part by Abre. Get real-time insights into what's working and what's not with K-12's number one modern data solution, Abre. Learn more today at abre.io. That's A-B-R-E dot I-O. That's great. Thank you. Um, is there anything else that you would like to share with the Learner audience before we sign off? I think I'd just love to share that that um, in addition to the College Corps, there's something really special happening in California right now, where if you take the College Corps program, which I think is going to become a model for the country, you take our Climate Corps program, uh, which we, we created the first statewide Climate Corps. Now there's several other states creating their own Climate Corps, which is incredible. Uh, we have a Youth Jobs Corps program to provide service opportunities for low-income youth, foster youth, formerly incarcerated. Uh, and we have all of our AmeriCorps programs. If you take all of those, over the next couple of years, we're literally going to be twice the size of the Peace Corps here in California. Wow! Uh, and it's it's really um, a testament to, to the governor's bold vision for service. Uh, but we're we're doing it. We're building it. Um, and I think what what the 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 point I'd love for the the audience to know is um, for us to create a um, a culture really at the end of the day of compassion, a culture of care, a culture of something the the governor's wife, the first partner likes to call her of a culture of me to we, where we think about each other, we're connected to each other, we're not isolated, we support each other. If we're going to really create that culture, uh, it's going to take everybody. It's going to take government investing in this. It's going to take university leaders stepping up and saying we want our uh, graduates to have a services experience. It's going to take business leaders to say, if we're going to hire you, we want you to have served as a tutor. Uh, we want you to have served as a uh, in your community. Um, and it's going to take people like you who are hosting these conversations and have broad audiences uh, helping get the word out that at a time where we all feel very disconnected and isolated from each other and you turn on the news and it looks like everyone's at war, there's actually really inspiring stuff happening on the ground in communities where people are coming together, people are working across um, different barriers uh, to solve some of these problems and it's inspiring, but we need more of it. Uh, so just to, to help us continue to 
push that message to go to our website at californiansforall.ca.gov and sign up to volunteer. Uh, do some, We like to say that whether you have a year to give uh, to be in College Corps or you have an hour to give to take climate action on a Saturday, there's something important for you to do. And we, if we're going to solve some of these issues, we need, we need everyone at the table. Thank you, Josh. This has been wonderful. Thank you for sharing about um, all of these programs. It's inspiring and uh, we can't wait to um, do a part two and actually interview one of the students, college students that's participating in College Corps. Yes, they are much more interesting and exciting than I am. So I'm, I'm glad you're doing that. <laughs> we appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Thank you. The Annenberg Learner Podcast joins the catalog of multimedia professional learning content to support educators teaching in more effective ways. Annenberg Learner is the education division of the Annenberg Foundation. Learner supports the foundation's mission to encourage the development of more effective ways to share ideas and knowledge. Go to learner.org or contact us at podcast at learner.org.